Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am... uh, Really, really passionate about uh, what I'm about to share with you today. Um, I hope everyone had a wonderful week last week. Here we are, right in the middle of summer. Um, just spent the day yesterday out on the ocean with my son, who was turned 21 years old. Had a handful of his friends and my wife and my daughter, who came all the way from California to be here for the celebration, and it was amazing. We just had, you know, just great family time, a lot of laughs, a lot of fun. And um, I don't take one minute with my friends and my family for granted. I mean, this is probably just gets more and more serious to me over a period of time. Uh, You know, as I have, I don't know, just become a little bit older and a little bit wiser. And you realize that these times are very, very special. So for every minute that I have that I can spend with my kids and spend with my wife and spend with our friends, um, I want to do it and I want to enjoy it. And I hope you guys are doing the same thing with your friends and family because it really does have a tendency to be able to ground you and put you in a place that you just feel um, that you're living your life, you know, to its fullest extent and you're enjoying everything, the best things that life has to offer. So with that being said, today's topic that I wanted to bring to the forefront was really about asking for help. Um, this is something that I think you'll find very interesting, especially if you've been following my podcasts and listening to some of the guest speakers that we've had. And oh my gosh, what I've got lined up for you guys is just unbelievable. But asking for help um, is not easy for me. <laughs> it's, it's something that I actually had to work at um, because I wasn't really very good at asking for help. Um, the realization recently came crashing down on me because of this very podcast. When I was working on um, the marketing launch of this upcoming podcast, which was just two months ago, I knew that, yeah, I had the content, I had the passion, um, but there were a lot of unknowns out there. And I had listened to literally hundreds and hundreds of podcasts. I am not exaggerating. I've read several books, really good books on podcasting, and I felt very confident that I was going to be able to do a good job and bring the information that's just inside my head and my heart that I wanted to be able to share with people, especially people that are open to the messaging that I have. Um, I, you know, I even went as far as to interview a couple of companies uh, that that help people launch podcasts. And although they were all good, and they all sounded good. I just wasn't feeling it. And then I and then I met someone by the name of Sam Crowley. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Sam because I'm just blessed to have this guy in my life. Um, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Susan Sly Project, which is awesome. You guys, if you haven't heard that, I highly recommend it. She's amazing. 
And so I'm listening to her, and one day she says, you know, we're going to talk about podcasting today. And I've got a very special guest speaker. His name's Sam Crowley. So I kind of listened up, perked up a little bit and listened. And as Sam started being interviewed by Susan, I started saying, wow, this guy, he's, he's my kind of guy. I mean, he, uh, he was successful. He had overcome a lot of obstacles to get where he was. He had four daughters. And he was just killing it in his podcast. I'm going to tell you what he's done in just, just a second. But I just knew that I had to meet this guy. And so I was hoping and waiting for the end of the podcast where, you know, typically people tell you what their, their information is and how to contact them. And he, and, he, and he did do that. Susan gave him the opportunity to do that. And I said, all right, I'm definitely calling this guy. And I got on his calendar and come to find out, this guy is like the OG of podcasting. He's like been doing it for over a decade. He's had over 20 million downloads. That I mean, that's just a big number, guys. That's just a huge number of people that have listened to this guy podcast. And one of the things that just I loved is that when Susan was asking him about, do you have any special equipment or special marketing? He's like, I have this little microphone that I bought on Amazon and I literally drive to a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot and I podcast from my iPhone. And I'm like, that's my guy. <laughs> that is definitely my guy. I can relate totally to that. And, you know, Sam and I have become great friends. He has helped me launch this podcast. He helped me launch my website, which is now up and running, thefamilybusiness.info. Um, and we've become great friends. And not just that. But we're now enrolled into each other's lives, into each other's businesses. Uh, Sam and I are actually doing business together now, which you'll hear more about that, um, which I'm just excited. And if I didn't seek out help and ask for help, I never would have got it. So again, I knew, I knew the how and the what part of what I was going to do. What I didn't know is how I was going to get it out there. And, you know, to make a podcast truly successful, which to me, is defined by reaching and impacting the people that are open to my message, I knew I was going to have to ask for some help. I knew I was going to ask for some help big time. And, you know, I would need help with endorsements and reviews and recommendations and sharing and so much more that I didn't even really know. And I was going to have to ask this of probably many prominent, in-demand, successful, driven, and often very busy people. Uh, ironically, considering the subject matter um, of my podcast, which is success and financial freedom and residual income, I was kind of looking forward to doing it, but dreading it at the same time. Have you ever been in a situation like that where you really want to do something, but you're kind of nervous to do it? Well, um, I guess for me, I mostly was afraid of um, being disappointed. I mean, that's just really what it breaks down to. This is just one of many reasons, I think, that we fear asking other people for help. I mean, we don't want to look incompetent or weak or vulnerable or needy or we don't want to be in debt to others, which is, you know, obviously a real thing. And I think these fears all qualify as just major confidence suckers when it comes to, you know, facing them down and looking into them right away, you know, at this time, immediately to get to the next level. So because I think even you um, and people that you know, and pretty much everyone is going to need to send out an SOS at some point, 
I think today in my podcast, I'm going to just talk about some of the things that I think are myths um, that we could shatter in terms of what it really means to ask for a helping hand, what it really means to reach out to somebody and say, hey, I need some help with this, and I thought of you, maybe you could help me. So let's start by talking about um, the incomp- you know, being incompetent. Like someone thinks, if I ask for help, I'm going to be incompetent. This is a, to me, it's a massive lie that we tell ourselves. The real truth is that that's BS. I mean, incompetent people rarely ask for help because they don't think they need it. And if they did ask, I think that they wouldn't stay incompetent. Um, you know, some of the smartest people know exactly where they currently are in their journey to greatness and happily aspire to learning all things all the time. Um, I find myself doing this, and I, I didn't even realize that I was asking for help when I listened to a podcast, but that's really what it was, or when I read a book, or when I subscribed to someone's training. So how else can you possibly improve anything? You know, I used to say the, these words, and now I, I just, just, I'm just, I'm just not down this road anymore. I used to say to people, fake it till you make it. To me, that just doesn't work. Fake it till you make it just doesn't work. The only thing that really does is it breeds real confidence, but it's confidence in being incompetent. Does that make sense? Do you, do you get what I mean with that? I mean, it's like you're trying to fool yourself, which I get that. I get that, you know, just putting yourself in a position like it's already happened can help you get there. But I think really, if you refuse to ask for help from all of the brilliant people around you, you'll simply remain stuck in this paralyzing incompetence zone that you need to get out of by people that want to help you. I mean, my advice is to find the most competent person you know and respectfully ask them if you can sit at their feet and catch all their wisdom that spills from their mouths. And obviously, that's not going to be possible with, with most people. But I do that by listening to their podcast, like I said, reading their books, subscribing to their offers. And I also endorse them and I celebrate them. Just like I was talking about Sam right now, I celebrate their generosity. Sam is, is amazing. And I hope everyone subscribes to his podcast, which is Every Day is Saturday, which I love that name because, you know, one of his one of his younger daughters said to him at one time, because he kept saying, well, on Saturday we'll do it, on Saturday we'll do it. And she said, uh, you know, is today Saturday, Dad? Is today Saturday? And so his podcast is Every Day is Saturday, which I love. It's a just it's just a it's just a great feeling when you think about that, and he's been able to build an entire community around it. So, in the end, I think everyone will be better if we ask for help. It's kind of like a double win in that situation. The next thing is, um, you know, talking about if I ask for help, do I put myself in debt to others? Well, yeah, you do. I mean, of course, it will always be your choice as to whether or not to pay it back or pay it forward. But here's the secret. When you help others, it's like you guys have maybe heard me say this on another show that I did, but it's like putting money into the bank. It's like those those the, the, the bank of life, making those deposits, making deposits of kindness and sharing. And once you've made enough deposit, 
you start making withdrawals and the withdrawals are there for you. You always want to have more deposits than you do withdrawals. That's just the key to it. You'll be amazed at how efficient this bank of life is that I'm, that I'm describing to you. In terms and conditions are pretty straightforward. Help others unconditionally, expect nothing in return, and be super grateful when you get something back. I do that in as many relationships as I can possibly do it, even with my kids, my wife, my friends, my family, my in-laws. I want to make deposits. And then someday, if I need to make a withdrawal, it's there if I need it. So get on that. That's really important. Start making those with, uh, those those deposits so you have those withdrawals available when you need them. Because you know what? You have to take care of number one. You have to take care of number one. Um, the next subject, I think, is um, appearing vulnerable uh, or needy to someone. I mean, if you're surrounding yourself by uh, sociopaths, maybe this is true, but the average human responds incredibly well to the vulnerability of others because it reminds them of their own vulnerability. This is what creates real human connection. Our natural instinct is to protect not to prey on people. That's not what, what, what our natural instinct is, like I said, if you're surrounded by the right people. And, and that's just a whole nother podcast about how to surround yourself with the people that, you know, will lift you up and will cheer you on and will, you know, be in your corner, especially when things aren't going exactly the way you want to. I think it's more okay to allow others to want to protect you every once in a while. Why? It makes them feel good. It makes them feel powerful. It shows them that they can go and be your protection in the future. And I think the bonus points here is that it lets them see for you the persona that you really are, which frees you from having to walk around with this heavy coat that you want to change, you know, that it's not really you, that is not really authentic. I think it's truly a relief just to let that go and just, you know, pull down the mask and be who you are. And I think people do really appreciate that. And that's scary. I get that. It is scary. I mean, I personally have shied away from it myself. But you have to shred that and just get rid of it to get yourself to the next level. Another thing I think that um, the reason why people don't ask for help is they think that it weakens them, like only weak people ask for help. And again, I think the opposite is true. I think one of the fundamental truths of confidence is embracing our, you know, hot messiness, you know, our human truth. Through that, I think we are truly a badass by definition. It takes humility. It takes strength. It takes honesty. It takes integrity. You have to genuinely ask someone for help in order for that to make sense. Just ask anyone who has ever been in crisis. The moment they ask for help is the moment that everything can begin to change. It's the weak people, this is my opinion, who are afraid of the hard work that they'll have to do if they've asked for help. So, you know, you can stay quiet and not get enrolled in the idea of getting help with yourself. And I think that slows us down. I think the strong people know that we need a village in order to succeed. Keep that in mind. You're, you know, you shouldn't be looking out, you know, to try to get a handout from someone. Instead, I, I would like to think of it as a hand up, right? Getting up to the next level, stepping it up. So that's another one is feeling like it's going to make you weak.
And I think finally, um, asking for help for me, I think, is somehow making me feel like I might get disappointed. Um, and I don't want to be disappointed. You don't want to be disappointed. And this is one that I think really got to me because, I mean, how could I expect anyone to make my needs their priority? I didn't want to run the risk of asking for help and having it refused and then seeing that person differently in the future because they didn't help me, in my opinion. Isn't it just better to be self-sufficient and not burden anyone else? Probably not. Probably not. I used to think that it was. I don't think that way anymore. This is just the story I was telling myself. You know, truth is, if you paid into the bank, um, you know, help's going to come your way. And if you people, if, if, well, let me put it this way. If you can't or won't respond to the call, it's okay to be a little disappointed. I think it's okay. But keep in mind that the likelihood is that they've got stuff going on in their own lives and it's taken a priority. It's really not about you. I don't know anyone who likes having to turn down a request for help because helping, helping other people makes us feel good. I know it works for me. So have some compassion. Move on to the next person if someone that you asked for help can't do it. Maybe you didn't make enough deposits into the bank of life for that person. Or maybe it's just they're, they're going through some stuff right at that particular time. And don't think it's about you. If you get ghosted on a text message or you don't get a return phone call or a return email, it's not necessarily you. It's probably not you. It's more likely than not that it's not you. So there you have it. Those are five different things that I've experienced and slowed down my ability to ask people for help. And hopefully, you know, you can tap into these things. And I will tell you that in the spirit of this podcast, I'm going to ask all of you that are listening to this for a little help with me getting my message out, getting this family business podcast into more people's hands. I mean, we're only a couple of months in and I think it's doing really, really well, but I just want to take it to the next level. I mean, I just signed off on our podcast website, which I mentioned is thefamilybusiness.info. It's awesome. It's just, it's, it's a very basic site, but it gets the job done. It does what I want it to do. It's, um, the podcast has been approved on five major platforms for people to listen in, including Apple, which is the number one. And then there's, you know, a number of other ones like, uh, iHeartRadio and, um, Odyssey and, um, just, just the ones that, you know, most people are on. So you can, you can find us if you need to. And obviously, you're listening to this podcast, whether you did it right off, off my website or on one of those platforms, whether you did it on your computer or on your phone, you have the ability to share this with other people. And, and that's my ask today. If this podcast meant something to you, share it with someone that you think it'll have meaning for. And, you know, along the way, if you can take a minute and give us a five-star review, that always helps us because then people that are looking for things about financial freedom and residual income, they see that five-star um, and they're, they're going to, in all likelihood, listen in and maybe subscribe, which is all I can ask. So what is it that's holding you back for, um, from asking for help for whatever it is that you need to do to get to your next level in life? I hope you figure it out. I hope you go back and listen to this podcast again. I hope you share it. I, I really hope that it helps you get to the next level of where you're going. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. This has been Murray Miller, and I'm looking forward to seeing you again on the other side. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Family Business Podcast. 
If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this. 